Though there'll be things that will cause us and drive us to fear or perhaps panic, maybe cause us to topple over in our faith a little bit and cause our hearts to waver. But God says, look to Jesus, look to the promise. You're part of the story of the promise. And so he says to you, trust in me. Do not be afraid. The following is from Rock of Ages, Lutheran Church in Payson, Arizona. Reaching out with rock solid hope in Lamb Country. December 22nd, 2019. Isaiah 7, 1 to 14. My youngest is at that stage now where she'll take a couple steps. You kind of encourage her to try. And if you set her to walk across the room, she'll get pretty far, but if there's nobody there that she's walking towards, she'll typically just plop down to the floor where it's safe. And she won't get hurt and just crawl where it's less chance of any bruises or hurts. But if one of us, maybe mom or dad, is across the room, that can make all the difference, where she'll know there's someone to catch her, someone to watch out if she falls. I guess maybe she trusts us. Doesn't it seem sometimes like that's what our, our walk of faith is like? That is, we stand about and live a life of faith that sometimes we're, we're looking at God and we're focused on his promises, his care, his protection, his plan, and we're walking in faith and we're standing. Then sometimes we're, we're afraid, afraid of maybe getting hurt. We're down on our knees crawling and struggling, crippled by fear. Well, this morning we see God speaking important words to a man who is stumbling, crawling about. And God says words which ring true for him and for us today as he says, if you do not stand firm in your faith, then you will not stand at all. This morning we see just how true that is. This man, King Ahaz, was probably someone who in a way stood out as one of the kings of Jerusalem. Sure, there were many wicked kings in the northern kingdom of Israel, but Jerusalem wasn't quite as bad, except for perhaps one man like Ahaz. Ahaz, who had a godly father and a godly grandfather, was someone who turned aside from the Lord, though it was given to him much of his life. Maybe you know someone like, like Ahaz, someone that, though they have God's word and they're brought up in a Christian family that's been Christian for generations, they turn aside from that truth. But Ahaz not only rejected the Lord, he had blocked the temple so no one could worship the Lord in Jerusalem and established an altar that copied the altar of Damascus and the false gods. And Ahaz was so wicked that he offered up his children in the fire to sacrifice them to false gods. Ahaz was so far off base, he took the treasures of the temple of the Lord, which his father and grandfather had brought in for the Lord's glory, and gave them to the king of Assyria as a bribe to maybe earn some protection. What we see is Ahaz, in Isaiah chapter 7, is seeing things around him that cause him to crawl around in fear. What's taken place, as it's recorded for us here, is that the enemies of Jerusalem and Jude, the kingdom of Judah, both the kingdom of Israel in the north and Aram, have made an alliance and they've devised a plan to just destroy Judah. In fact, we see that in their efforts, 120,000 
Brave soldiers of Judah are killed. 200,000 men, women, children carried off as plunder from Judah. And it says here, their plans as they're making their alliance is to rip open Judah and spread the spoils about and take over their land. So you can imagine that Ahaz, along with the other people in the kingdom of Judah, are trembling in fear. In fact, it describes for us here, it says that they are, their hearts are trembling the way that the trees sway in the wind. Well, you might say, well, of course, that happens, right? War comes into this world, and isn't it only natural to be afraid if your nation is about to be destroyed by an alliance against you? Except what they're called here, the people of Judah, is the house of David. Sure, they could tremble in fear, but they were the people that held a promise from God, a promise given through David and that the line of David would go on and that on the throne of David would sit a king who would reign over the ends of the earth and who would bring about a reign of peace. They had a promise from God. Ahaz and the people were trembling and tottering and their hearts were wavering in fear when they should have been standing in faith. Does this ever happen for us? You know what I mean? Where we know we too, we have the promises of God. We, we know we are the house of the Lord as he has called us his own. We know the many gracious things he's given us in his word. What does it take for you to maybe just sway a little bit, like the trees sway in the wind, into fear? Or maybe instead of walking and standing firm in faith, sometimes just plop down a little while to crawl in fear. Maybe it doesn't take 120,000 people being killed, but what if just someone close to you dies? That caused your heart to waver a little bit. Maybe, maybe you're not turning like Ahaz is to bribe foreign gods, but are you sometimes relying on the things of this world to keep your heart secure and steady so that it doesn't waver? Well, God doesn't want us. He doesn't want the house of David. He didn't want them. And he doesn't want his house today to tremble in fear. So he comes with the prophet Isaiah and Isaiah's son. And he has Isaiah meet Ahaz. As Ahaz is preparing the waterworks and preparing for a siege and he's sending off people to make alliances and trying to protect himself, here comes God with some good news for him. Isaiah tells the king, Be quiet. Keep calm. Don't be afraid. Don't let your hearts be afraid. Don't let your hearts wobble like the trees in the wind. God is giving him good news. Four times over, four different commands, he says, don't be afraid. God says to them, your enemies, they're, they're nothing. They're just a burning stump, smoldering stump that has nothing left against you. The picture actually in the Hebrew isn't captured quite well in most translations. He's actually saying, your enemy's fierce anger, which is their, their burning nostrils, it's like a smoldering stump. There's, there's nothing there. They're nothing. And it will not happen. So don't be afraid. Basically, God is telling him, your enemies cannot harm you. You have a promise from me. I'm telling you not to let your hearts topple in the wind, and to stand in faith. 
The writer to the Hebrews tells you and I the same. He says, fix your thoughts on Jesus. Though there will be things that will cause us and drive us to fear or perhaps panic, maybe cause us to topple over in our faith a little bit and cause our hearts to waver, but God says, look to Jesus, look to the promise. You're part of the story of the promise. And so he says to you, trust in me. Do not be afraid. Sadly, Ahaz didn't want to listen to these comforting promises, this gracious gospel. He didn't deserve to have God bring him this good news. God brought it anyways. And God would give him even more. He says to Ahaz, how much do you need? Give me a Something for a sign to prove to you, to assure you that this promise is good. Basically, God is saying, I'll give you a chance to ask for a sign, proof that you can be assured my word is good. Wouldn't you love to have that? God say to you, anything, he says to us, from the highest heights to the deepest depths, ask for a sign. And I'll give you it. But Ahaz is so set on his Envoys sent to the king of Assyria, so set on his own strength and his own plans. Isaiah's comforting words. He completely dismisses the request, invitation for God to have him ask for a sign. He basically insults Isaiah and he insults God by dismissing his gospel. Isaiah responds, Isn't it enough for you to try my patience and the patience of men, Ahaz, and house of David? Will you also try the patience of your God, of my God? So God is going to give you a sign. Even though you're not asking for it, house of David, here's your sign. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son. And he will be called Emmanuel. Manual means God with us. Ahaz, who had dismissed God's word, stepped into that, that trap of turning aside from being assured and being comforted in times of fear. And though we might not outright dismiss God's word, doesn't God do the same for us? When we are troubled, he comes to us and comforts us. And though we don't deserve it any more than Ahaz does, he still comforts us with promises over and over. He sends messengers. He allows us to hear his word. He speaks comfort as he says, do not be afraid. Trust in God. Trust in me. And he tells you, I've overcome the world. You have many troubles, but do not be afraid. But do we, sometimes like Ahaz, Push aside that word at times. They know I've got too much on my plate right now. I'm too concerned with the troubles of my life. I don't have time to listen to that. How can, how can that help me right now? Or maybe we become so busy and wrapped up in dealing with a crisis that we set down the word of God. We dismiss the importance of continuing to gather for word and sacrament as our life is facing some terrible crisis or fear. Dare we, even, even for a moment, dismiss what God has sent to us to provide comfort to assure us of his love. The sign, Emmanuel, was given not just for Ahaz, but he says, here, house of David, that is, people of God and of the promise. This one who would be born would be no ordinary child. 
He's the one promised to the house of David. The one who would be born in a miraculous way would be a miraculous birth of God himself taking on human flesh. Emmanuel, God with his people. Prophecy goes on to describe him as being born in a time of poverty. Instead of eating, drinking milk, it would be curdled milk. And instead of having the of the gardens and of the vines, he would be scavenging and having food like honey. Food of times of poverty and uncertainty. But during this time, to a, a poor family, the promise was fulfilled. As foreign powers, as it says here, dominated over the land of Judah and Israel up through the time of this birth, the promise was fulfilled. We heard of that man who found out that his future wife was pregnant. You can imagine, no doubt, how he wondered at this. And his world was toppling around and his heart was wavering and he was ready to completely dismiss her. But then the Lord spoke to him. The angel of the Lord said, Son of David, Joseph, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. You will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. And Matthew records for us, this took place to fulfill what was said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they call him, they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Jesus, the Son of God, took on human flesh, and he fulfilled every prophecy. Born in lowliness, his heart never wavered, but in complete faithfulness, he stood in faith and fulfilled God's purpose and plan for his people. Jesus, the son of David, of the line of David, was born so that he could live in perfect faithfulness with the heart that we could never have for us and in our stead. Jesus, the one who was born of the virgin, died on the cross to save his people from their sins. Jesus rose from the dead to assure us that we are forgiven and he conquered death in the grave. Jesus, the living Son of the Virgin, Son of God, tells you, do not be afraid. Trust in me. You have his plan, his protection. Can you see him, God himself, standing there in your sights as he tells you, stand firm. Stand firm in the faith, because if you don't, you will not stand at all. Trust in me. And he invites you to walk in faith looking to him, who will protect you, who will respond to your prayers, who will bring you not only forgiveness of sins as he has brought you now, but bring you to a perfect and new life. God's promise is fulfilled. He does not want your hearts to waver like the trees in the wind, but he invites you to stand. And he gave the sign of the one who was born of the virgin to assure you and gave the sign of the resurrection to assure you that you can stand in faith looking to him. Sadly, King Ahaz sent off envoys to the king of Assyria. Instead of standing in faith, he did not stand at all. And ironically, that became his downfall. Trusting in the powers of this world, they overcame him. As God says, if you don't stand in faith, trust in him, you will not stand at all. But you, who are of the household of God through faith, 
have this promise. And there's God graciously, over and over again, giving you his word. Rather than dismissing that word, cling to it, look to it in times of trouble and throughout your life. Walk, live in faith as part of the household of God. Because you are children of the household and of the promise. And you are part of the story of the promise fulfilled in Jesus. Amen.